Right now it's about to get messy. Grab your phone, grab your wine, and listen with your besties. Spill the tea, keep it G, and tune on in. Grab your seat, cause our show is about to begin. Ow. Welcome to the Messiest Fuck Podcast. This is the one and only Nicole. And this is Yaya. So guys, um, we're starting this episode on a more somber note. We are, yes. As you probably know by now. Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gigi, um, recently passed away in a a tragic accident. Um, And we just would like to remember him and honor him and his legacy and honor his daughter um, just by sharing this little clip with you. I want you to know now so we both can savor every moment we have left together. The good and the bad. We have given each other all that we have. And we both know, no matter what I do next, I'll always be that kid with the rolled up socks, garbage can in the corner, five seconds on the clock, ball in my hands. Five, four, three, two, So the world definitely lost a a great athlete, um, a great father, mm-hmm. great husband. Right. So we just want to pay our respects to his family and also the other, uh, families, the other families who were affected so. by this and, and their yes. losses. So it, it's quite a tragedy for, for everyone right now. So we hope that they are surrounded by love and support and the world is is in solidarity with them. Yeah. A lot of people are in need of healing. So just our prayers go out to everyone affected. Absolutely. So I want to change the vibe a little bit. Yeah. On a happier note. Yes. Um, anything new going on with you? Well, Cookie, I mean, <clears throat> Nicole. <laughs> that has not been finalized. <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, well, you know, I always feel like whenever there's death, there's also life. And so Sierra has announced that she's having baby number three. Yes. Her and, and Russell just, Wilson. Her and Russell Wilson. I just had a warm feeling when I saw it because, you know, they seem to be a good, solid couple. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's amazing. So I'm, I'm happy for them. And I am, too. I saw something that, you know, how everybody was saying, like, uh, Sierra prayed for this, yes. and, and then they were like, Everyone "No, Sierra prayer." They were like, "You know what? I think maybe Russell was the one praying for this." Maybe. So I do, I do yeah. like them as a couple. I love them as a couple. I I, I still do. want that Sierra prayer though. I do. Uh, but yeah, you're I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to that hope that she's gonna release that prayer one day. She's holding on tight to that prayer, but one day well, she's gonna tell us what that prayer was. Good luck with that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you who needs a prayer. 
The 62nd annual Grammys. Oh, no. It's the lowest ratings in what? Is it history of the Grammys? I don't think history, but in recent years, it's the lowest. Like lowest lowest. views, lowest ratings. Mm. Now, there were some things that were more positive on the upside. So Alicia Keys hosted again. Yeah. And in the beginning, her and uh, Boys to Men, they did a right. tribute. That was really beautiful. To Kobe, to Kobe and, right. the, and the other families. And there was also a small tribute to Nipsey Hussle. To Nipsey, yes. Yes. So that was that was nice. I, I was happy to see that. Right. On the other hand, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> there was a, um, a pre-Grammy show and Diddy was on there. And yes. he was talking in front of a, a room full of people. And this is what he had to say. So I say this with love to the Grammys. Um, Because you really need to know this. Every year, y'all be killing us, man. Man, I'm talking about the pain. I'm speaking for all the artists here, the producers, the executives, the amount of time that it takes to make these records, to pour your heart out into it, and you just want an even playing field. In the great words of Erica Badu, we are artists and we are sensitive about our We are passionate. For most of us, this is all we got. This is our only hope. Truth be told, hip-hop has never been respected by the Grammys. Black music has never been respected by the Grammys to the point that it should be. So so right now, this this current situation, it's not a revelation. This thing been going on. And it's not just going on in music, it's going on in film, it's going on in sports, it's going on around the world. And for years we've allowed institutions that have never had our best interests at heart to judge us. And that stops right now. So, I just gotta say, (laughs) he definitely has a point. What he said was very necessary. Right. I don't think that it was necessarily new, right. but it it's like one of those things where it like continuously has to be said. Right. So this whole thing, you talk about like Oscars so white, you know, all of that. The Grammys too has to be held accountable right. because there really is a lack of diversity. Did you like, did you watch the Grammys or like? Um, I saw bits and pieces of it. You know, I'm into, um, I, I usually watch the Grammys. I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Okay. I, you know, I hear what Diddy is saying. Is that even his name right now? I'm supposed to call him Diddy. I know he's Diddy Love. His name. Is he, it his oh, name no. Love. No. All right. Oh, yes. Good Lord. <laughs> so anyway, whatever his name is, he, uh, I see what he's saying. But my whole thing is, we have to give credit where credit is due, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember as a child watching the Oscars, watching the Grammys, and I didn't see any Black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, none at all. Mm-hmm. Not even nominated. And so I feel that it's come quite a long ways since then. I remember, you know, the Oscars last year had mm-hmm. several, several Black African-American winners 
nominees and now with the Oscars we've got we've got a lot of amazing winners Lizzo you know I mean we've got Alicia Keys hosting but what's that a result of it's a result of people like Diddy continuously pushing that this is so important I agree. when it should have been something that was done from jump I agree but I, I just don't know if I agree with his delivery how he's like you know we don't have any respect at all I don't I don't know if I believe that well, at the moment, he made the comment about like being on an even playing field. Yeah. And I just feel like you don't you don't really have that, you know, when it comes to shows like this. And there I mean, if you watched it like Billie Eilish, I want to say. Right. She like cleaned. The she fuck cleaned. Up. Up. She got like almost every award. Yes. That night. I think she was shocked. And I, <laughs> she was literally like, she, she was, was like, did they say my name? Yes. I was puzzled. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to figure it out. My I'm daughter like, loves her, though. I'm my like, I don't understand it. She's a phenomenon with like younger girls. My daughter and her friends, they all it's all Billie Eilish. They do all mm-hmm. the TikToks to mm-hmm. the to Billie Eilish. So I'm actually not. Surprised. But it's just weird to me because like like black artists in those same categories. Yeah. You can't tell me that that music is like, yeah. you know, just completely at a, at a much lover, a higher level than what you get from Billie Eilish. I mean, I guess it is a matter of preference, but yeah. who is it that picks like the, the exactly. nominees and actually exactly. gets them to winning? And is it a generational thing? You know, like I might not see exactly where people are coming from with Billie Eilish, but, but my daughter who's 10, oh, she's like, uh, she understands exactly why Billie Eilish won. So I don't know. Yeah. If it, is it a racial thing? Is it a generational thing? What? What is it? Because a lot of people felt like Lizzo should have won a lot of those categories. Yeah, yeah. and she did win something. I can't she remember what won, it, what award I think it was. It was. Like best pop. She won for Truth Hurts. I think okay. it was like best uh, either pop or R and B song or something like that. She okay. won for Truth Hurts, but she did not win the major categories like new best new artist those things. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know. I just hope it gets to a point where we don't have to keep saying it and that yeah. they just like the light comes on and they're like, okay, let's do the right and thing. And don't give us the pity awards either. Cause oh, no. you know, they give us some pity awards. Like, come on, like Definitely. Halle Berry for monsters ball. <laughs> I mean, come on, please tell me that that was not a pity award. Yeah. Denzel that- Washington for training day after all the movies Denzel Washington I'm, has but had. I'm, I'm going to have to say though, training day was like, it's a mom. good movie. Like, but out of he- all the movies, Denzel, Denzel has done Glory, Philadelphia. I know, I know Philadelphia is one I of mean, my favorite on. movies. Thank you. It's I one of my all favorite those movies. movies that Denzel has done over and over. He's he's. I get that. And then they give it to him for Training Day. I know. Come on, now. I know. No more pity awards. <laughs> give us, give us credit where credit is due. That's well, all I'm asking. I just hope that these shows just you know keep progressing. Yeah, keep yeah. getting better yeah. and really just you know. You know, we we I like that we use our our platforms for good. Yeah. And that, you know, this message is, you know, consistently getting put out there. So I think that I think that we're eventually going to reach a place. I think so. Where it doesn't have to happen and and it's just going to like. Yes. And I do respect people like Diddy because there are 
there there is a generational difference here like mm-hmm. you've got the you've got the younger generation that's not quite as i don't think they're quite as um revolutionary as some of the people we've kind of seen coming out of our generation and right. generations before us yes. we now we've got people like you know the baby did you see him on the red yes. carpet and if y'all don't know because oh, we're sitting Lord. here talking about like generations me and yaya we're in our 30s we are so like yeah, we like, just make that clear we're upper we're, 30s. Yeah, so we need to... <laughs> Girl, I don't, I, know. I don't know. I can't even say it yet. Ugh. So we, we just have to make sure that our listeners know what, what generation yes. we're, we're referencing yes. when we talk about our generation. We're not in the nursing home yet, but we're not, you know, not we're quite. not... <laughs> but look, you know, so I don't know if you saw the baby on the red carpet, but... I did. I'm like, oh, oh, Lord, he was, was a he hot mess. Like, girl. talking or what he was wearing? He should have been talking. <laughs> That's all I know. He was walking around the red carpet saying, like, if I don't leave with a, uh, an award, I bet you I'll leave with a niggas, bitch. What? I swear to you. I cannot make this stuff up. Stop. And I was like, Lord, help us all. I was like, Lord, help us all. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm so glad I missed that. Was that, like, the red carpet pre-show? That was the pre- he was on the red carpet. It was a pre-show when they were doing the interviews. And um, he and he was telling this to all these um, reporters. Uh, and they were just looking at him, like, with a blank stare. <laughs> I love when I don't even think they knew who he was. I love when they they don't know what to say. Yes, they like, were looking at him like, yes. what do we respond to this? What is going to happen? Is this going to be like a whole Me Too movement thing? Like, they did not want to get involved. Right. He's just walking around being like, I bet I'll take a news bitch. That is just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, there's a time place for everything. And that wasn't it. The baby. I can't. You're just saying. I can't. Please. Do better, generate. What are they? Generation I don't know X, they are. I, do I lost track. I don't know. <laughs> Zen, Zen? Is it Generation Zen? Whatever it is. Do better. Yes. Yes, for sure. So I heard there's some uh, tea coming from the beehive. Oh, I have another person that needs to do better. So Beyonce... Queen Bee. Yeah, I think we haven't really talked about Beyonce. She kind of stays under the radar. Exactly. Yeah, so Beyonce. There hasn't been much, much there hasn't tea been on her. Much tea on her. She stays really under the radar. Ever since the elevator, she's like, that was enough for me. I'm right. Gonna... She's like, that was that was, that was enough <laughs> mess right. for the next five for years. For the next five years, right? <laughs> so, you know, Beyonce's usually pretty quiet. She stays out of the drama. But recently, she had uh, her clothing line, Ivy Park, where yes. you could order on line mm-hmm. and you could also go into the stores and uh-huh. pick up her newest her newest items and there was a lot of buzz get that buzz yeah, okay anyway <laughs> that she did not have uh, any plus sizes yes and you know i mean that is a big deal if you especially since you're an african-american woman you your target audience a big yes. portion of your target audience is going to be African-American. And people did not appreciate that their body type, body sizes were not fitting in these clothes. Into her clothes, Into yes. these clothes, sorry. And so I totally agree with the the uproar about this because, you know, it is really discouraging when you really like something and you go on and they don't even have your size. Girl, and yes. Like, and your big ass is trying yes. to fit into an uh, XL. And you know that you XL ain't going to fit, girl. girl. You know how many times I've done that? Yes. Because I got Asian XLs. They do not fit. I got a set of some mm-hmm. uh, hefty things on my chest <laughs> and I go and I try to fit into these extra yes. larges. Some I fit, others I don't. Yes. But it's like, nobody 
wants to squeeze into these right. clothes. Like, right. make it comfortable and make it versatile she and needed accessible to, to everyone. She needed to make sure that her line was diverse. I agree. And I think, and I think, you know, I, look, I am not the biggest Kim K fan, but I love her skims. I don't own a pair. I would like to get some, but I mm-hmm. love the diversity. She's got yeah. all different sizes. She's got all different tones. So you can actually find shapewear that is your skin tone. Yes. You don't have to wear the black or the, the beige. You actually have your skin tone. Yeah. So I I applaud Kim K for that. Like I she think really, it's the same with Rihanna, too. With Rihanna Savage. as well. Same Absolutely. Thing. Same thing. Rihanna really hit the nail uh, on it with with diversity. She made yeah. sure. And her, her makeup line. I love all the, mm-hmm. the different colors. I mean, I just think that um, Beyonce dropped the ball on this one. Yeah. I know she sent, like, the whole rack of her clothes to, yeah. like, I think Meg the Stallion, Kim K. Yeah. I want to say, like, Alicia Keys, maybe somebody else. But mm-hmm. I just, you know, I see them and they're all, like, trying their stuff on and having, all you know, a ball with the new clothes. Or, you know, Meg the Stallion and it's like, those clothes. <laughs> she did. Meg fit. Meg, Meg fit. fit. those clothes. Well, I, don't I, know know about, I don't know about that. Mm. But, um... Does she try uh, a pants call or just a shirt? Cause. She couldn't send anything to Lizzo. No. Like, no. what's Lizzo going to uh, do? Mm. What's Lizzo going to do? Poor Lizzo. I feel like Jillian Michaels right now. Lizzo oh, no. needs a rack, too. Come on. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you have to have your clothing line be accessible yeah. to Everyone. all sizes. Yes. It has to include plus yeah. sizes. And you know, and you know we're, we're curvy. Come on. I mean, that's just how it is. And she knew her target audience, whoever was helping her with marketing, they should have known yeah. to make sure with that. those yeah. sizes were correct. And even the beehive was buzzing. They were just like, I know. like, they called her out. They're like, wrong is wrong. And they, girl, it takes a lot for the beehive to turn on their queen does. bee. So you know it was wrong. It <laughs> takes a lot for these worker bees to turn on their queen bee. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, so do better, Beyonce. Absolutely. I agree. A hundred percent. Um, since we are just sticking on this whole do better, do better initiative. Yes, it is. You guys, I am so upset about this whole Terry Cruz Gabrielle Union mm. situation. Yes. So if you're living under a rock. This is what happened. And we touched on this a little bit on like a prior we did. episode. We did a few episodes ago. We yes. started the conversation about how we were supportive of her. Yeah. So Gabrielle Union has been um, speaking out over recent months about her experience on America's Got Talent, AGT, when she was a judge on the show. And she was experiencing sexism and racism. And so she's been advocating and speaking out about this. And Terry Crews, who is now a host on AGT. Right. um, He went on and did an interview recently where he was asked about his experience on AGT. And he basically said, I didn't have that experience. Hmm. I, I think that everybody, it was a diverse set and everybody got along and there, you know, there wasn't any kind of racism. There were people of all different races that participated. So he's saying it wasn't my experience. I didn't have the same experience that Gabrielle Union did. And he didn't support her. And what's funny about this is that when Terry Crews was going through his sexual assault Me Too thing, Gabrielle Union had his back. She did. 
And this upsets me because you are a black man in this industry. And this is a black woman in this industry. Right. And being black and being a woman, those are already two notches right. against you. Exactly. I do not understand where this man is coming from. He he wrote, he tweeted this. He said, quote, I'm a hog. You're a chicken. Just because you gave me eggs don't mean I owe you bacon. It's an ancient um, proverb or something like that, that he that he tweeted. And then he goes on and takes it a, a step further here and tweets this. There is only one woman on earth I have to please. Her name is Rebecca. Not my mother, my sister, my daughters, or coworkers. I will let their husbands slash boyfriends slash partners take care of them. Rebecca gives me wings. So Rebecca's <laughs> like his, Red Bull? Like Red Bull. <laughs> Rebecca's his wife, clearly. And is she black, white? Do she's white. I think she's white. Oh, God. She's very, very light skinned. So if she's not white. She might be I mixed. I don't know. I won't start in my rant. But <laughs> I read these tweets and I was like, he needs to be bitch slapped. Like he needs he needs a slap in his face for making these comments, for not supporting Gabrielle Union. I don't understand where he's coming from. He could have said nothing. You know, th- there was an investigation going on. He could have kept his mouth shut if he didn't have anything nice to say. If he didn't choose to support her. Look, I'll say it a hundred times over. Black women are the most disrespected class of people there is. And that is not excluding the black man. We get disrespe- disrespected by black men all the time. And it's just how it is. We don't get the support we need from them. We get mm-hmm. disrespected by them. And so, you know, I'm not, su- I'm honestly not surprised, sadly enough. It's really not that shocking. I mean, but it's not shocking for him to also tweet that and say, oh, hey, I'm not going to, you know, my the only person I need to please is my what? wife. What about your daughters, bro? That's basically him saying I don't give a fuck. So you're not going to you're not going to please your daughters. That should be like well, your number one. Well, I'm honest, honestly surprised he included his wife. He, he might as well just say he only wants to please himself. <laughs> well, you know what? I wouldn't have been surprised by that either. I just it just it's very disgusting to me that he's doing this. Now, one thing that I love about Gabrielle Union is that she is persistent. Mm-hmm. She is tough and she's not she going to stop. Absolutely you know, speaking for herself and speaking up for herself and doing the right thing. Yeah. So she's definitely, even after these tweets, she's been vocal on Twitter about yeah, this. I love it. Um, directing, you know, her, her comments basically toward him and not letting, st- you know, stuff like this just stop her agenda. She she kind of reminds me of another, her and Dwayne, Dwayne Wade remind me of another like Sierra and Russell. They are a strong yeah. couple. I feel like they're, they support each other in each other's endeavors. So I feel like, you know, Gabrielle Union is a good voice for us because she's got a strong family foundation. She's got a strong voice out in the community. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think she should let any of this deter her. I think she should keep speaking up for whatever it is that she believes in. And don't let somebody like Terry Crews, 
you know, get her off track. You know, we know what the deal is. We know, we know yes. something was going on on that set. I'm sorry. Yes. But it wasn't kumbaya. People are set. like outraged right. about his comments. So he can and go take a seat. Exactly. <laughs> I know Gabrielle, she was like, show me where the diversity was. Like where, right. what, what are you talking about? Right. Like, and just because something is not your experience, there's a way. It doesn't mean that exactly. you cannot support there is the a way fellow person's experience. Exactly. There is a way to support someone without necessarily having the same experience or agreeing with them. But as an African-American man, he should have supported Gabriel Union in that and understood that's where she was coming from. That's what she experienced. And there's a way he could have gone about it saying, well, I didn't necessarily have that same experience, but I understand the struggle. Yes. And he didn't do any of that. He didn't do that or or he didn't even choose to stay silent. Right. You know, that was a choice that he had, too. Right. That's and true. He, he just chose option C and he looks like a goddamn donkey. Right. If that wasn't his experience, he could have easily been like, look, I, I don't know about this situation. Yes. You know, and I support her and what she's, you know, what she's going through and what she's saying. And he could have been like, look, I don't know about the situation. It's not the same experience. Yes. Yeah. So, so I don't know where what's going to happen with that. Uh, the, I know that the investigation is still like ongoing. Still going on, yeah. Yeah, but I'm hoping that we're not going to hear any more from that asshole. <laughs> Another do better. Do better. Exactly. Um, more mess, though, from Nicki Minaj. Nicki. Her husband, Mr. Petty. We're just going to call him Mr. Petty. Mr. Petty. And her ex. Meek Mill. Meek. So they had a run-in at a store in West Hollywood. Right. And it was about to go down. And Meek was like, hell no, because I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I call a shot. Call a shot. I'm with the murder team. So they, <laughs> the story goes like this. Apparently, Petty and Meek had some old beef. Right. And I did not know about that. Yes. And so this they're all, they all come to the store in West Hollywood and Meek is trying to be on his grown man shit and goes up to Petty to try to like squash their old beef. Right. But Petty wasn't having it. And he was like, absolutely not. Right. Keep that same energy that you had before. We could take it outside one on one. And Nikki was there too, right? And Nikki was there and words were being exchanged. He was calling him a pussy nigga. Mm-hmm. And Nikki was like, oh, you're not over me and all right. this other stuff. And she was screaming in the background. Which I think she might be right. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she might be. Um, but he, Meek, I gotta I gotta give him his props. He wasn't having it. He wasn't trying to like get into any more trouble. Yeah. You know, he wasn't trying he, to you know, do the one on one thing. 
Like he said, he's a boss. And I, if that were me in that situation, I, 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 I give Meek, Meek props. Meek's not trying to be incarcerated. Not man. again. Look, he, he, <laughs> we ain't about to do no free <laughs> Meek. He saw some things behind bars. He's not trying to go back. He's not. He's definitely not. But can I say this though? I'm, I might sound like a fool, but I watched the clip, right? And yeah. People, those white people in the store that look so scared. They were running like, look, they were running, dodging. Were they, they were like, <laughs> they were like, they were getting out there. They, they were, were trying, trying to get to... out. They looked like they were, they looked so scared. Oh, they looked no. like they had never seen that kind of altercation before. They were before. taking like, cover. Oh my God, they were taking cover. They were like, oh, oh, like trying to get away. Like they looked like they had never seen that kind of <laughs> altercation ever. Yes, they were so scared. Know. They were scared of those black well, people in their, in their the high class store. That's <laughs> what I was going to say. It's West Hollywood. Yeah. You know, it's like some expensive shit yes, in that they store. they were in an expensive store, and those yes. pe- they scared those people half to death. <laughs> those people look like they. I didn't oh, even notice they're that. They're gonna have PTSD. They'll no. never be the same. They, so they never saw something like that in their life. I think it was TMZ. They were the first one to show the video <laughs> and report what happened. I gotta go check it out again. You gotta I watch, didn't notice watch the that. people around. They look like they they look like oh they look like they were they were running for their lives. They're like, oh my I, god. I ran for my life. <laughs> <laughs> they look so they look so scared. Like they're like, oh god, what's gonna happen to us? The black oh people are raising god. their voices. Whew. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. I just had to laugh at that. So yeah, I just Meek did. I think he did a great job in handling the situation. I yeah. hear he's got a new boo. Yeah. So I don't know that whole little Nikki thing. I think it's over. I think it's done. I think he's moved on. Yeah, I think her, I think so. her and her husband need to move on. Yeah, and stop so and stop engaging in childish. Yeah, behavior. they've ran this this whole Meek and Nikki thing into the ground. I mean. You know, maybe he does cry, cry at home alone in the in the Bugatti. But let's just let him do that. OK, there's his private time. There is no documentation of that. We can <laughs> we cannot spread that mess. <laughs> well, speaking of mess, I'd like to talk about Yandy for a second. This is your girl, right? Yandy, this is your show. from Love and Hip Hop. From Love and Hip Hop. So Yandy's man got out of prison. This Yay, is like a big deal. He got out of prison. And like, look, there's things I love about Yandy, like how she goes around on Instagram and whatever else wearing her T-shirts. I say, I'm a wife. I'm this. I'm that. Showing mm-hmm. off her wedding ring. I think it's cute. Look, her man's her man was in prison. She she was loyal. For drug stuff, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, he was here. He was upstate. He was. Yeah. He was upstate. So this girl goes to get her man. Look, I've never seen someone so proud of their man before. She goes to get her man in a decked out in a full fur coat, head to toe, big, huge, sparkly heels on. I mean, she went all out for her man's exit from prison. She's trying to keep she it She put sexy. on her Sunday finest to go get her man. That's like when Cardi went to court with that big ass... Uh, fur with the hood. Yeah. Did you see that? Yep. Oh Same my thing. So I had to laugh at that. I'm like, you go, Yandy. Do what you want to yeah. do. Yeah, I saw a video of her and him sitting in the car, like, <laughs> singing a song. They looked, like, peaceful. They were so they happy. Were happy. There was a clip of him and her coming out of the car. It was just so dramatic. This was so, oh, like, God. just 
paparazzi attention. So they come out of the car mm-hmm. and he goes to the trash can and throws out his clothes that he apparently, you know, wore out of prison. <laughs> and he's got his fresh gear on and she's still in her fur coat. And they're like, yeah, you know, I just, it's just hilarious. Everything is putting on. You just can't make stuff up like this. It was so funny. I was, um, I was watching an episode of Love and Hip Hop the other day and uh, Yandy was uh, delivering the news to his mother. So her mother-in-law about him getting out. Right. And one of the things they were talking about was um, the issue that he might have coming out of prison with staying with Yandy. Right. Because she adopted, she adopted um, um, a foster child. A foster child, yeah. And she lives with them. Yeah. And because Mendices has a felony, they I think there's to. some kind of like law with that, that yeah. he can't be around her. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't know if he's going to have like his own residence or if he's going to go to like a halfway house until things are figured out. I don't know. Look, she's not letting that man go. So something's going to work itself. Exactly. (laughs) Something is getting worked out. So she is. She did not put on her Sunday best for nothing. Well, he might have to go stay with his mama. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, I love it. And, you know, I mean, I don't watch Love and Hip Hop quite as much. I know that's one of your shows, but um, I, I did. I was watching it when he first went to prison. So it's been yes. a minute. Like it, it has. has. It's several been a good years. Yeah. Several so, years. Yeah. So this is like this was like her special time. And I'm very sad because my show, Real Housewives of Atlanta, it did not come on this week. What? Fuck the Grammys. They oh, is that what it was? The Grammys? The shitty Grammy? Yeah. The Grammys fucked my shit up. I was so mad. I went to watch my my Real Housewives of Atlanta. And they was like, what is this? <laughs> I was so mad. Got you. They played me. I didn't know. They played me. So I don't have any Real Housewives Atlanta updates. But uh, hopefully next week. Well, I mean, it's a mess every week. Exactly. So So we need to get back on track with the mess. (laughs) Um, I meant to say this before, but Nicki Minaj, um, she has a brother. And his name is Jelani Mirage. Have you heard of his? I haven't. I didn't, I didn't know this. I don't even know if a lot of people know this, but in 2015, Jelani sexually assaulted an 11 year old girl. Oh, Lord. In his Long Island home. And he was recently um, sentenced to 25 years to life. So this guy's got a long while behind bars. Yeah. Not long enough. Oh, Look, my I don't God. play that. My daughter's 10, so I don't play that. I don't care how old you are. You're sexually assaulting a minor. I do not play that. Throw him in the jail and throw away the key. Oh, my God. I just there. It's and it's the thing about it is there's been so much of this happening. I, exactly. Lately. I, I feel tired like, of hearing these stories. I feel like every other day. Yes. Something is coming out about somebody being sexually yes. assaulted. Like, I, can't, I feel bad even letting my daughter out of the house. She like she like wants to go to sleepovers and all this stuff. And I'm just like on edge, like terrified. Whose house is this? Who's over there? I I don't know. Like, I just cannot hear one more story like it's this. It's terrifying. I cannot. It really is. I was just. 
um, Azrael Clary, who we were talking about the last time. Right. She just did an interview with the son about R. Kelly. Oh, wow. And now she's like spilling all of the beans now. Really? And I don't know. It's like when things like that happen, it's so hard to like believe everything she's saying. Like you didn't feel like she was being genuine. I mean, it's it's a very tough for me because I want to believe her Mm -hmm. because I myself have been a a victim of domestic violence and different forms of abuse in the past. And I, a part of me wants to believe her, but another part of me, I just feel like she's now doing it for clout and she's trying to like benefit Mm. From him in yeah, some but some way. people think that they all were doing it for clout from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, that's a hard one, right? Because it is. she's getting the media attention, getting paid, I'm yes. assuming, for these interviews. Yeah. But at the same time, she's the only one that can share her experience. We don't know what was yeah. happening. And well, somebody was kind of, I guess it was his attorney who was saying like, since he's been in jail, she stayed when she had the chance to leave. Right. Why didn't she leave then. But she was going to Joycelyn with, um, took all of his court dates. Right. Like supporting him. But then they were saying, you know, these young girls were essentially brainwashed. Yeah. But he, I mean, they're not, are they really going to be under his control when he's in jail? Are, you know, like oh, it's tough. hard that's to believe she 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 had the cognitive ability to know what she was doing when she was fighting Joycelyn. But look, Rihanna, and, Rihanna and, used to go to Chris you know, Brown's court dates. Oh, after she was after yeah. after that. Yeah. After that, Why did she incident. go? to? I mean, come on. Like, I think it's a mind control type of thing. It's like, Whew. you know, once once you get in that zone, like it's hard to see the other side until you are on the other side. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just sick about hearing about all the sexual assault stuff. It's just, it's really sad. It's too much. It's so hard to be a woman and it's even scarier to raise a daughter. We both know. Yes. And it's just, you know, I don't know. The world is, is a sick place. Well, Nikki is supporting her brother. Um, of course. You know, obviously <laughs> saying she loves him oh, and, and all of this other stuff. And that's got to be, you know, a tough situation too when you have a family member you know a son whatever a brother who you love and they've made this terrible terrible mistake right well it's the same thing with any mother parent anybody who raises a serial killer mass shooter any of that same thing that is a really difficult speaking of a mass shooter girl i read the other day that Dylan Roof, remember the white kid that shot up the black church? Yes. They're trying to appeal his case and not in his convictions and not get him um, the death sentence. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Yes. I thought he, I thought he already died. <laughs> I thought they already put him to death. <laughs> no, death row twice. takes too long. Just go on and get it done with. Oh my Come God. On, I, um, he's really trying to appeal. I did follow that BS. case and he mm. is very deser- deserving of the punishment. Mm. And they're trying to say um, that enough. he was mentally ill and that because he represented himself at the end in his closing remarks and he basically pled guilty and said like yeah I did it and this is why I did it and they're they're trying to say now that he suffers from all of all of these forms of mental illness and and me being in the field of mental health like I don't understand how he could go from being competent in court and and letting right. the jury know what he did and why right 
to now he's in jail and wants to appeal his sentence and pointing the finger at mental illness. I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I'm hoping that this doesn't, you know, go in the direction that he and his family want it to go in. But I just thought that that was some complete bullshit. I mean, like, I I struggle with that insanity thing because the, on the one side, yeah, mental illness is real. But on the mm-hmm. other side, like, how many of these murderers are using that? I don't know if you watched the documentary on Netflix, Don't Fuck With Cat. Don't Fuck With Cats. <laughs> no. There's a documentary <laughs> called that? Wait, so- wait, wait, wait. With cats? Like, meow? No, seriously. Like, it's called Don't. it the other day and it is for real like these people on the internet found this guy that was like killing kittens and cats for fun like straight up like murdering these cats what he fed it to a to a um a snake and one he put it in these like those you know those bags that you put clothes in yeah, and it like, yeah, yeah. sucks the clothes in he put yeah. the kittens in there and sucked them up in the thing vacuum sealed that and this pissed off a whole community Shit. of cat lovers right because you know cat lovers are he had a ziploc bag a pussy yes and he and oh he t- my god <laughs> girl not a ziploc bag of pussy look please look, he tightened that pussy up real fast <laughs> they weren't getting out Wait, so what happened he pissed off a whole community of cat loving people and you know people when they love their cats they don't joke around about yes. that he pissed off so they started doing like massive massive research on this guy trying to find out who he was they tracked this dude to Russia to Canada all these places and then and then the guy killed a person so he was killing cats right but then he actually killed a person so that's like some the behavior yeah like the signs the signs yeah. so then these people who just were cat lovers in the beginning yeah turned out to help the police and figure out who it was and solving the case but it just oh started, started off with a bunch of people pissed off that he was killing cats yeah. Shit. and so it's called don't fuck with cats and they were he yeah they were really mad that he was fucking with cats and it led and it helped the police so did he have mental illness a mental illness so then he's claimed you know he claimed mental illness in the end but i'm like come on this guy was running from authorities for years you know taunting these cat lovers like he was taunting the cat lovers he was like getting more and more into it he would like he would like be kissing the cats and petting them and then he would kill them like it was just a hot oh my gosh yeah so yeah so anyway i might have gotten quite off track but he is you know saying what a mental illness mental illness but it's like how is he in society and doing all this stuff and then suddenly mental illness well, I don't know. That's why the courts have to give the the mental evaluation, the psychiatric <laughs> yeah. evaluation. Yeah. And determine if that person was like yep. in treatment prior and all of mm-hmm. that. But that story is cray cray. Look, don't fuck with cats now. <laughs> that story is ridiculous. <laughs> I gotta watch that. I have to watch that. Oh my god. Um Another love and hip hop uh, incident that happened. And this one, this one is kind of close to my heart. Oh, no. And really makes my blood boil. So Sierra is one of the people on love and hip hop Atlanta. Okay. And Sierra has a 14 year old daughter whose name is Paris. Okay. And Paris attends a high school in Atlanta. So... Recently, she got into a fight with one of the girls at school. I don't know 
what it was about, but they were fighting in school. Right. Then we learn that the other girl's mother came to the school and also put hands on Sierra's daughter. So she was Mm. basically getting jumped by mother and daughter Mm. at the same time. Right. Mm. It, It went down in the school. So she calls the cops and she's having a trouble time even filing the report with them. Mm. And she's outraged at the school. Right. Like, why are you letting this mom in? Why are you, why did you let this fight go down? Right. Like she, she was so pissed off. So she has a lawyer involved now Mm. and they're obviously going to, you know, go forward with the case and press charges. Mm. And as a mom, like my daughter will be 15 very soon. And just to think, like, if this happened to my daughter, I understand that Sierra is taking the high road and she's like, I'm going to, you know, go ahead and, and, you know, press charges and do it the right way, the legal way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if for me, I could say the same thing. I don't know either. Like, I wouldn't, I think I, I'd be I, I wouldn't necessarily right put in the middle my, of the drama. I wouldn't put my hands on the, the minor child. No. But the school would definitely have a problem for oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. From me. And the mother would definitely have a problem Hell for yeah. me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, I, look, no one's about to mess with my little girl. So I tell you, I'd be up at that school every day if I had to. Right. I mean, something is getting resolved. Exactly. And and fast. I don't know what that whole situation is. I'm so tired of this stuff. Like, how are they just letting adults in the school? Like, like, I'm wondering if because Um, her daughter attended the school. Yeah, I'm sure that's And she just kind of like, maybe the daughter texted her or something that something was going to happen and then they just let her in. Yeah. I don't know. But there's, they don't even let parents run. Well, yeah, because I mean, when I go up to Maya's school, she's in elementary school. But when I go up to her school, they do not just let parents. Yeah. Around. You have to go into the Sign office, in. say why you're there. Yeah. And even if you even if your child forgets something at home, they don't let they don't let me bring it to her. Like I have to give it to the office and they'll give it to her. Exactly. So and I think that's just safety precaution. They don't want adults roaming exactly. the halls of the school. And that makes sense. So I don't know how this even went down, honestly. Yeah. But it sounds to me like the mother of this girl probably thought that she was more or less defending her daughter don't you think like I don't think she was going in there helping her daughter be a bully I think she was probably thinking that her daughter was the one being messed with I don't know I don't I don't know all of the circumstances but the way that the way that it was told was that she went down there in aid of her daughter to just because because why is she putting her hands on her if, if it was just the if it was just Paris and then the other girl right what was the need for the mom to jump in I don't know if the mom unless that Paris her daughter was, was her the ass. One. that's what I'm thinking like I'm wondering did the mother think that her daughter was the one that was in trouble I don't I don't, I don't know. know the whole situation is just messy as yeah. shit and I just hope that Sierra has a good outcome with this. Yeah, I hope so too. That's sad. I don't. I don't like yeah. any of that stuff about putting kids putting their hands on other kids and stuff like that, all that bullying right. bullshit. That is just exactly. That's too and much. And school is supposed to be a safe that. place. Yeah. And you're that. supposed to be protected. Nobody has a right to put their hands on anybody. Absolutely not. So you know you got to get your your kids in check. That's that's all it is. Yes. Did you hear Justin Bieber's new song? Yummy. Yummy, yummy. Yes, I love that song. I love it too. I go around singing that song all day long. My daughter hates it. So she's like, mom, turn it off. My boyfriend hates it. I know. He can't stand it. it. But he laughs at me. But I love that song. I do too. I'm like, I'm... 
Look, I came from a generation where we had these just pop songs that were just yeah. fun. It wasn't that deep. Yeah. You could sing the hook. Exactly. You know, so to me, this is like nostalgic. I like like Britney just, Spears. Yeah, Britney Christina Spears. In sync, all of those, those artists. So yes. to me, like <clears throat> Bieber kind of represents that for me. So when he comes out with a song where you don't have to think too much about it, you can just sing along. I love it. But yeah. He, yeah. He hasn't been uh, he, he has, in the best light. He's lately. had his fair share of mess. <laughs> and this is no exception. So, you know, Bieber, Bieber's trying to really turn his life around. He's and actually I think he's um I think he heard he was I think I heard he was gonna be coming out with a or he might have already come out with a, a, a YouTube documentary. documentary. Yeah. Yeah, on how like it just kind of what has been going on with him because he's been kind of up and down yeah, over time. I heard that. So so yeah, so I think Bieber's kind of trying to turn himself around. He's married now, you know, so so that's good. But Selena Gomez, his, his ex. ex. Yeah. And I always liked Selena, but um, you know, so Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber have been had been off and on for several years. Mm-hmm. And they had their relationship was tumultuous is toxic they were broken up back together broken up back together yeah and i heard she um she put the song out that right. kind of talked about the yeah. experience and in, in the relationship that she had with him right i put you first and you adored it so fast in my forest and you let it burn sing off key in my chorus yours I saw the signs and I ignored it Rose colored glasses are distorted Set fire to my purpose And I let it burn You got off in the hurting When it wasn't yours Yeah, so, so there's some, so. That song is tragic it's, it's, as shit. It's, yeah, like, every time I hear I that feel song. Like crying I I do, like, that. I tear up when I hear that song because it's like, it represents so much, right? Like, they were, they, prior to this, prior to this song that she put out and now this album that she's putting out, mm-hmm. they were very private about their relationship. All we saw was, we saw the off and on, but other than that, they really, you know, I mean, Justin Bieber was very adamant about people leaving Selena alone. He did not discuss Selena. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when he had that deposition um, that had nothing to do with Selena, but they kept on asking about Selena. He I said, don't remember that. I forgot what his deposition was for, but he made it, he was really firm in saying, do not ask me anything any more questions about Selena. Wow. So I feel like they had this kind of young love bond. Like, you know, when, when you're, when you're too young to really know what love is, but you just know you really like the person. I think that's what they had going yeah. on. And so it just wasn't, it was, it was unhealthy. It just wasn't healthy. And it's sad too, because, you know, I do feel that, you know, Selena has had a very rough time and I know she, has said that she's had some mental illness issues and she's had, she's gone into rehab a couple times, mm-hmm. but I honestly think at the end of the day, she was just very affected by that relationship. Is I really it, do. I, I agree. I, Cause I heard some things um, through the grapevine, but is yeah. it true that Justin moved on just a couple months after yeah. they broke yep. up? So their latest, their latest breakup was in 2018. 
And a few months after that, he's he got with his now wife, Haley, well, now Haley Bieber, yeah. but it was Haley Baldwin, got with his wife now. And so shortly after that, Selena had to go to rehab and yeah. take a break. She took a break from touring. She went to rehab. So, you know, I mean, it's it's really sad how things unfolded. I really like yeah. Selena. Um, she's being more open now. She was on NPR recently and she said you know she she believes that she was in an emotionally abusive relationship mm-hmm. and a lot of people she got some backlash for it because she's like well you guys were everyone's like you guys were teenagers everybody's an emotion i mean everybody's too emotional yeah, when you're a teenager, when you're a teenager. Yeah. i get it but let's not lessen it because i think like you know i think she probably was involved in a in a slightly abusive relationship. Right. I mean, you've got two superstars at the height of their careers mm-hmm. and they don't know how to handle a relationship where they have to involve, you know, they have to really think about the other person in the relationship. Right. So I have no doubt that she was put through the ringer with him. And there was probably like, you know, a lot of arguments yeah. Yeah. that weren't handled appropriately. Infidelity, and, I'm yeah. sure, and all sorts oh, of things. Sure. So, you know, it's, it's just interesting. Um, to hear her finally opening up and she's saying that the, she has a new album coming and she's saying a lot and uh, the rumor is a lot of the songs are about him. Okay. So it was really like her pouring out I think him. it'd be interesting to find out if Justin's going to say anything. What he's going to say. Um, and I don't know that he will. This. But I don't know that he will say anything because he's always been protective of Selena. I can't remember him. I can't remember a time where he's ever said anything bad about Selena. But now that she's something said something bad about him like I'm just wondering is he going to go into defense mode and you know either I don't know. D- I, I kind of really want to follow up on this story because I want to he- see what he has to say because her album will be coming out soon I don't know if he talks about her in his documentary or not I'm not mm-hmm. sure but he's always been very protective of Selena well we'll see so I don't know I don't know we'll see I don't know very interesting but yes. hopefully I I hope that Selena finds closure and this yeah. album will help her and I hope she moves on and meets somebody really good for her and settles down and um and moves on from it because we all have been in situations that weren't good for us yes. that were toxic yes. and the best feeling in the world is getting out of it and realizing that realizing where you were yes and, and where you saying, are now oh my god and where you are you're now. not gonna accept or tolerate exactly. and defining yourself yeah. and and how much your life all can change once you get out of a bad situation yes. Yes. so i Selena think, I think a, a lot of, of all of us <laughs> we think that we're like you know this is like the end of the world yes and, that's how it feels you when know, you're in it right and, and, it, and it can feel that way it's yeah. very overwhelming yeah um but then when you actually you know take the right steps to get to a healthy place yeah you realize you realize yeah. yes at that point so yeah. i feel like you know selena this album is going to be kind of her you know her medicine and i hope that she she's young she has yeah. you know so much more life and mm-hmm. so i hope that she realizes that and finds a beautiful relationship whatever it is that she wants and kind of moves on i'm excited we see bieber moving on and living his life so i want to see her do the same, same. do the same yeah. yeah so well i have really good news yes i'm so excited we got a messy minute we have a messy minute <laughs> Look, I am so excited. I was missing these messy minutes so much. I was too. So what is this week's messy minute? What is the tea? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready for it. Okay. So I'm going to read this week's messy minute. I'm so excited. So this week's messy minute goes like this. I am in a relationship with a man whom I love dearly and he loves me. 
He is a widower. And between us, we have five children. Ooh, blended family, girl. We have made a real effort to blend our families. He recently told me he wanted to add his deceased wife's name to his tattoo and ask me how I felt about it. Oh, God. I explained to him that if he had done it before we became involved, then I could have dealt with it without the emotional ties that I now have. But him him wanting to add her name now makes me question if he is truly ready to move forward. He says it's a form of closure for him. I am not trying to minimize his marriage to his deceased wife or replace her in their children in their children's lives. However, I do feel that if he were truly ready to commit to our relationship, he would not feel the need to add her name to a tattoo. Whoa. Girl. That is heavy. Excuse me. Girl. <clears throat> Girl. I... <laughs> I Girl. I, I'm going to save it. Oh, I'm going to save it. You go I ahead. I have so many thoughts about this. <sighs> take it. Just take a couple breaths. Oh, my God. I feel... First of all, I feel so deeply for her because I totally get it. Like, you know, <clears throat> when you... When you have a family with uh, like you have children with other people and then you find somebody new Mm -hmm. and you now have a blended family, you feel some sort of way about not being that person's first. You weren't their first. You know, you didn't have they didn't have their first child with you. It's probably not their first marriage. You know, you miss a lot of firsts when you come together as a blended family. You have your additional challenges. Yes, there's a lot of challenges. So. I understand that he lost his wife. It wasn't, they didn't get divorced. They didn't have a falling out. She, she died. Right. So he will always love this woman. It was, they, it was, it was literally, they fulfilled their vows till death do us part. Right. They literally fulfilled their vows. Mm -hmm. So I get where he's coming from, but, but here's the thing. When you move on and you commit to someone new, you have to be able to know that your person who passed away is going to want you to move on and do what's best for you, for the children and let this other person in your life. Because at the end of the day, you only get one life. You don't get any do-overs. And so I think that he needs to probably work on um, his trying to get over the loss right and and maybe a different way but i don't think Mm -hmm. tattooing her name is the right way to go about getting over that loss i feel like out of respect for their relationship right it is not a good idea to get his deceased wife's tattoo on his body i don't think so either but I, 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 I just it, don't. I get it. There's other ways that he can, you know, remember her yeah. and 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 symbolize her. There's yeah. definitely other ways that that can be done. And getting a tattoo is not is not the answer. And it makes me not think the he's answer not ready. when he's in a relationship. And that's what she's saying. Yeah, I don't is know he, that he's ready. She's questioning his readiness to commit right. and be in that relationship because he's still holding on to this. Other, to and, his, and 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 at the end wife. of the day, death is so 
definite, right? Like she's never coming back. He has to deal with that reality. But at the same time, you have to give yourself time to grieve that because to bring that to somebody else, that kind of heavy grief Mm -hmm. is, is not going to be healthy. I don't, it doesn't sound to me like he's, he's ready for this new relationship. Mm -hmm. It may, he may need it because a lot of people when their spouse or their significant other passes away, there's like this empty feeling, not only from the person leaving, but the lifestyle. Right. Right. Like you, you get used to a certain lifestyle. It's you, it's this other person. You've made it, you have a family, your unit, your team, and suddenly you've lost your teammate. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think like, you know, he probably wants that lifestyle very Mm -hmm. badly and he's found it in this, in this woman, but is it fair to her? It's not. I don't think it's fair to her. I think he needs probably some more counseling, some more grief counseling um, before he's in a place to truly commit. Yeah. And like she said, if it if it happened to be on him, you know, before she met him. That would be a different story. Different story. Absolutely. Because that different would represent story. something different. That would represent a time in his life where he was grieving. And maybe that's how he wanted to grieve. The tattoo was a way to grieve. Exactly. But then, you know, then then you kind of get lifted out of that. You maybe meet somebody new. You try to move on and you and you and you move forward. And so for him to want to do that now while he's in the relationship, it's just it doesn't really makes sense. Yeah. I feel like it's it would be a very disrespectful thing for him to do. Yeah. And look, I'm selfish. And I would never want, if I died, I would never want my husband to forget me. Look, I want my name like, tattooed all over his body. But the point is, I want, I would want him to be happy. What if they're like, happy gets on. this tattoo and they're having sex and, and she's like, gotta look at the she's got to look at this tattoo like, oh, Barb, like, what no. the fuck? No. no. I don't want to see Barb. Like Barb's I spirit is in the room with you. Oh, no. Exactly. I can't. It's too much. I can't. It's cringy. I can't do it. It is cringy. And it's like, and it's too delicate. It's too, she's right. It's so delicate. What can, she can't really say, don't do this. I mean, it's just so awkward. Yeah. I don't know. What are, what does she do? What should she do? I don't know. Um, tattoo Tiffany. I, <laughs> I, I, would, I think she's to put her foot down I'm, on this one. I, I'm sending you positive vibes. Yes. I think you do need to have that conversation yes. with him. Girl, put your foot down. Don't and let him get that tattoo. Yes, and just let him know that, you know, out of respect for you and the relationship, that would not, that be, would not be good. The best move. Yeah. And that you're not gonna like tolerate and something I know, like and that I, happening. I know in her I know in her heart she does she wants to tiptoe around this because it is such a delicate She's topic, gotta address it. But directly. you are the you are the woman in his life now and you deserve respect. And so this is not respect. It I, really is I think that by addressing it directly but also, yeah. you know, approaching him with a little bit of sensitivity. Yeah, in a real way. And, and, and tell exactly. him how you feel about it and tell him how this will affect you. Exactly. And, you know, if he cares about progressing the relationship and really, really moving on. He's not going to get it done. Then he would, he would respect, I think yeah. he'll respect your and, opinion. And if he does get it done, then you know that there is a lack of respect. And right. you, at that point, should really be making some kind of dis- decision right. and really thinking, like you're saying now, you know, are you going to be, are you going is to feel, he ready? Is he ready? Are you going to feel like the woman in his life? Like you should exactly. be number one. The kids, they, look, I am one of those people that I, I, 
I think kids are so important, but the most important thing is the relationship in a household. If the, if the head of the household and the woman, if they're not happy, then the whole house is going to crumble. It's the foundation. It's the foundation. So you need to work on your relationship with him. Make sure that's solid before you start blending all these kids together. Cause all the kids are going to get into everything and, and bonding and all of that. And so you don't, you want to make sure you're, you're starting off on a solid foundation before you move forward with this guy. I agree. Good luck. Good luck. And thank you so much for the messy minute. That was yes. that was amazing. Thank you. You guys, we want to hear from you. Yes. Send us your messy minutes. Yes. You can send those to messyafpodcast at yahoo.com. Always our anonymous. Okay. You oh, want to hear messed that up. <laughs> you definitely messed okay. that up. Okay. No, you sound like you have a Come fucking on, bird do, in do your it, throat. Do, do cookie, do it for me, girl. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So send us that stuff. Yes. Um, you know, we definitely want to hear from you guys and we want to be able to give you our advice. Yes. Continue to listen and subscribe. Please keep listening. We love the support. Yes. Um, and we're going to get out of here. We got shit to do. Yes. All right. We got stuff to do, girl. All right. All so right. bye, you guys. Bye. Until next time.